Hello everyone, welcome back to Randomé, the show that discusses anime randomly. I'm Rosen and I'm joined by Astra. Hi. By Gomer. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And by Ethan. How y'all doing tonight? Uh, actually, <laughs> we, we may need to do, redo that intro because uh, we have a thing to do. We do. Oh? Uh, so we're probably going to do this once, once or twice and then uh, move on. Gomer, look in the chat. We have a script. Oh, yeah. I mm -hmm. saw the script. Are right. you going with that script? Yes. All right. Five, okay. four, three, two. Hey, y'all. Want to watch some anime? I haven't seen this one. Oh, good idea. I've been meaning to watch this one. Hey, can we watch this one? I was uh, distracted. Ignoring how easily Gomer is distracted by booty, how about this one? Alright, alright. How about this? Let's just pick one and watch one episode a week. We can even talk about it on a podcast. It's random, it's anime. What should we call it? Randomé. Check out Randomé. Recorded every week at twitchtv.com backslash Rosenborn. Good lord. This is I all staying it. in. How you do, old internet people? And available on uh, Apple Podcasts. That's the important thing. And available in edited form on Apple Podcast. Okay, I think we got it in one take. <laughs> 32 uh, takes later. So once Taz has finished turning, uh, spinning our shit into gold, <laughs> I'll have Gomer put that in one Crazy Weekend episodes. Yay! And then I'll have to record one for those uh, to put in here. Oh, did I not send you episode four? Uh, or five. I, I know I didn't send five. I think I said sent four, but I'll double check after this, yeah, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah. You might need to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, uh, welcome back to Randomé, the show that discusses anime randomly. I am your host, Rosen, and I'm joined by Astra. Hi. By Gomer. Howdy, howdy, howdy. And by Ethan. How y'all doing tonight? Well, uh, I'm not in the cheeriest of moods because we started with Seraph of the End this week. Yeah. <laughs> Seraph of the what End. What do you mean? <laughs> Episode 6, New Family. Oh, that's not an uplifting title. <laughs> uh, <sighs> this is actually a pretty good episode, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was better than last time. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this episode picks up like just pretty much at the end of the previous, uh, previous episode. We are also a quarter uh, of the way done. We are. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, so we get to see the boys trying to fight off uh, demonic possession. Well, we start uh, off with a child being eaten. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, this whole episode is going to be exposing traumas, huh? It's it's like Ultra yeah. Spare Girls all over again, from what I've been told. <laughs> I haven't actually played it or watched it yet. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, man. Uh, so we've gotten, like, a little bit from everyone's, like, each of these boys' like backstories. These boys being Yu, Shiho, and Yoichi. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Taz, so... you, you don't want that. I don't want that. <laughs> Taz says, stream Ultra Spare Girls right now. No, please. No. <laughs> uh... <laughs> um, 
I love how nobody, not even in just this show, just in general in these types of scenarios, whenever someone is trying, whenever a demon is trying to, uh, like, trick someone with memories of their past, nobody realizes, oh yeah, I'm dealing with a demon. You kind of does. That's true. Yeah. But although my next uh, note is, in fact, y in all caps, you, you fucking moron. I mean, seems to be a pattern. Wait, I don't think he had any bad moments like that this episode. Wow. Uh, no, well, there was a moment where he was like, he, yeah, he, like you said, he noticed it. And then uh, the guy was, the guy was, uh, or the demon was disguising himself as Mika. And uh, you just goes, Mika and immediately falls into the trap. Oops. That is true. <laughs> he yes. lacked object permanence. <laughs> Me too, dude. Though, like honestly, yeah, that's uh, an issue. Uh, my favorite. So we get to see oh, these. Sorry. sorry, we get to see these scenes where, uh, like, each of them are kind of like trying to fight back. We get to see the full one for you. Uh, all we see for Shiho is, like, the scene where like he and his sister, who is sick, uh are talking and she's like why don't you just go and like do your own thing and leave me here to die uh and that's pretty much really all we see from that uh we see you beat the demon uh so what i've gotten written here is like before the demons are trying to possess the boys by inflicting psychological pain no john you, forms a contract. you are the demons and then john was a demon <laughs> <laughs> uh you forms a contract with the demon who is named Asuramaru uh who tells you that he'll lend him his strength that is a boy yes but if he notices any form of weakness in you then he'll take over his body and possess him uh, main beats that you need to know from that yes also turns out that you is only 90% human I was getting to that but first I wanted <laughs> to bring up uh the fact that uh uh Aminamaru you said uh, Asuramaru. <laughs> Wait, Aminamaru is the, is the ghost from Shaman King. Oops. I was just about to say. But you said Minimaru. Yeah. And Asuramaru. I was just thinking about... Well, it was um, a katana, so it does make some that's sense. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the demon is like, uh... As Mika is like, you would never do something so dumb. Have you met him? <laughs> I just remember the line uh. from... Looney Tunes, like, I wonder if he's stupid enough, if he's stubborn enough to open up all of those doors, cuz to the explosion. Yep. He's stubborn enough. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, is you part vampire, is my guess. He is yeah. Dampier. I was about to say, is he fucking Blade? <laughs> I would like to also point out from before, uh, I believe when Gurren uh, like rescued you, they mentioned something about like experiment of the uh, Hyakuya orphanage. Did I already make a Gurren flogging joke? You did not. Yeah, when uh, later on when uh, when Gurren kicks uh, you in the stomach, that could be considered a Gurren flogging. <laughs> uh, you makes it out of the possession alive. Uh. He wakes up and sees that Shiho is already up and like at it. Uh Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah. Uh when they come to, Yoichi unfortunately hasn't made it out yet. Uh we watch as this like demon taunts him for his sister's death. Uh calls him weak, calls him pathetic, etc. Uh 
Yuichi gets possessed. Uh, he, like, phases out of existence for a second and, like, presumably teleports to somewhere else in the room. Gurren tells Shiho and you, there's a demon in this room, you have to find it and kill it. Now. Mm -hmm. uh, Just the Among Us sting happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... They end up... I don't remember exactly how it happens. Uh, Yuichi ends up, like, showing himself. Uh, or the demon that is possessing him does. Because he fires uh, a volley of arrows. That's yep. what it was. Uh, which, which when I saw him with the bow, and I'm thinking, you know, it should have clicked when I first saw him in the opening. But now that it's, like, in the series and I see him with the bow, it's like, the name Yuichi. Oh. Koronox, the Heartseeker. I, I get the <laughs> reference. Because... Here's the Do thing, you, you haven't I, played look... Hades yet. No, 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 no. Different. I'm, I'm talking about Yoichi in the boat. Okay. Um, because uh, I first heard the whole whole thing about Yoichi's bow from Final Fantasy, and that comes, and they actually have a little entomology, uh, segment on the on the wiki on the Final Fantasy wiki. That is, uh, Nasa no Yoichi was a samurai archer feudal Japan, according to the Heiki Monogatari, a literary epic of feudal Japan. A ship of the enemy fleet placed a fan on the mast of their ship, proclaiming it would deflect all arrows fired at them. There yep. you go. Nasa no Yoichi, horseback among the waves with his target, was also rocking back and forth, shot the fan off with a single arrow. Hmm. And there you go. You got the entomology of several several uses of this, <laughs> of, of the name Yoichi being associated with a bow. That's actually not something I knew. That's that's yeah. fun to learn. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Yoichi running around with a bow, or he's being possessed by a demon who's running around with a bow. Uh, I really like how they show the demonic possession in, like, a physical way. Uh, they give him, like, little tiny demon horns. He has, like, different, like, eye... I guess, like, it's, like, like the cat eye kind of thing with, like, the slit for the pupil. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, you know, like, he's got, like, some, like, sharper teeth, I believe, as well. Uh, towards the end of the fight, the demon aims an arrow at you, but you straight up drops his weapon and asserts that if Yuichi is still alive in there like they think he is, then he won't shoot him. Uh, and we get the scene where Yuichi, like, comes back to, like, inside uh, and, like, tells the demon off and is like, hey, actually, fuck this and fuck you. Uh, and he ends up forging a contract and he breaks through the possession uh, and then he goes and hugs you and cries a little bit and you hugs him back and I think it's really sweet yes uh, I I think it's, at some point during the fight I was like you kind of sucks like I kind of don't like him uh, cause he's really because such... I think he's been getting better I can't remember what it was. I think it was the combination of just stupidity and uh, dickery. Mm. And uh, it actually worked. I I loved the little horns that <laughs> that he yeah. had. That was really funny. Um, a pretty good episode. Glad the plot's getting in gear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one with the power battle. One with the power of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This is totally yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> exactly the same part of the cards but with um, more child death there you go so it's Yu-Gi-Oh! season 0 
Uh oh! Now with even although more wait. demons. <laughs> although, although, wait. The first part. How many? How many actual teenagers died? Uh, a couple of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to go and think. Wait, on. how many of them? I know, but. Uh. Uh, oh. at the like just before like the episode like cuts out. Uh, Gurren explains that after this they'll be going to the front lines. Uh, since all of the boys have their own curse gear uh yeah so we get to see more fighting next time which i'm excited for because i really like how they animate the fight scenes in this show yeah um we got anything else uh no i just i i like this show this pretty this episode was pretty cut and dry uh like it was a continuation of like last week's episode so they're best watched like directly what one after another yeah. uh but you know our our podcast is a little bit different so yeah yeah um well next is chobits episode five yep. she, f- she finds let's get this shit mm-hmm. over with it's <laughs> not as bad as the last episode no i, I have right. thoughts yeah. i will save till the end of the segment yeah let's start off with the colonel oh yeah ever written yeah. down sorry about the last episode have some chicken <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some chicken. Yeah. Oh lordy. And this is the episode where we're reminded, oh shit, Hideki is a cram school student and he actually has to take exams. This I don't ever recall yeah, I think this definitely for the most part is was not in the manga. The the part where they're in the bookstore and he and she sees the book and Hideki gets it. You know, that is in there because Major plot point, but but this, um, this episode took me an hour to get through at least. Oof, because I just I kept distracting myself with YouTube videos. Just I, I oh god, okay, um, fucking professionalism. Uh, Hideki, you know what would keep you from talking out loud? Duct tape. Yeah, <laughs> something Hornswoggle would do. Nobody's gonna get that. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. Uh, Hideki trying to focus is me trying to take notes for the show. I just I just can't. Like, I'm so fucking bored and angry. Mm. And then, your life is a fucking disaster, Hideki, and that's coming from me. Wow. And then I just got angry again, because I was like, are you telling me that the society that has fully advanced artificial intelligence... Hasn't moved past physical fucking dictionaries. I mean, we still have we still, still have physical dictionaries. dictionaries nowadays, right? But this shouldn't be a problem. Just talk to the person right next to you and ask them to look at the fucking. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's more that he's studying for a test that's coming up, and so he needed the dictionary. Yeah, I still say he could have just asked Chi for the answer he was looking for. Yeah, but it's also good to just have a dictionary. I think. Yeah, I yeah. guess. Being able to do both has its advantages. Mm-hmm. And plus, as we know of Chi, while she she is still learning most other things back, she may you know she may not be able to access things online. We haven't seen that yet, you mm-hmm. know, one way or the other. So for all Hideki knew, she couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. So and he's still a little technologically illiterate for the most part. So yeah, yeah. And while I was still in angry mode, I just went. Ha <laughs> Textbooks are expensive. Wonder if that'll ever change. Yeah, <laughs> that's one of those. I was like, 
Yeah. I was like, 25 bucks for one book? Dude, you got off lucky. Yeah, that's bargain. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like, oh, Jeebus. Man. Even, so this came out in 2002. Um, and I was, I was, my first stint in college was 2001, 2002. And yeah, textbooks, college textbooks were not that cheap. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not like overpricedly out of reach expensive, at least not for the classes I needed, but they weren't that cheap either. Yeah. So it's probably a cultural thing. Like, like one thing that I know that I did notice, like he's, cause you know, he's having to look up, well, what does respect mean? And to most people, it might be like, well, wait a minute, you're speaking English. How do you not know that? But to those people, I would just say, remember, this is based in Japan. Yeah. That's what yeah, we're hearing. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is for, I mean, we, the, those of us on the show obviously understand it, but yeah. But uh, for those who may not, you know, they're, the words are being translated from Japanese yeah, in their the weird... universe. It's Japanese. It's a weird thing. Yes. <laughs> I always remember there's a joke from the series card fight vanguards. Like why is all this written in English? And one of them goes like, I can't read English. I'm just like, then what are you speaking? Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a, there's a couple scenes in uh, persona five that are kind of like that. Uh, yeah. If you're going to translate it, just, just make the line French or Spanish or some yeah, other like language. Sailor Moon episode. It's not like that's a change. To- everyone would be totally fine with you making. Yeah, it's called adaptive script writing. Yeah, yeah. I respect it. I respect that like line of thinking, but I also don't want to put too much more pressure on uh, translators that are already like underpaid as it is. You know. Yeah, this is true. This is true. I think Especially... both of these things can be true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially this... for two thousand two. This is not mm-hmm. that guy in the medieval well. No. <laughs> Oh. Uh, I have a couple things to say yeah. uh, mm-hmm. about Chovitz. Uh First note that I made is that I realized that the first shot of the opening uh, shows what I think is Chi powering up. Because uh, it's two like little metal like spheres, and then there's like an electron- electric charge that like runs through. And then it shows her opening her eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought that was just kind of a fun detail. Uh, yeah. uh, what I wrote is... After that is much better episode than last time. I appreciated the slight horror element that kicked in when she was reading her book. Uh, yeah. Giving a slight feeling of dread for the coming episodes that I hope gets played into more. Uh, Hideki was more bearable, way more bearable this episode and, well, more just like a struggling student than a bumbling idiot slash pervert. Uh, yeah. um, here, here, like, I still have some more notes, so... uh. Of course, the one time he's not not a selfish dick, it's directly detrimental to him. And of course, he makes it weird immediately. Followed by yeah. Hideki, you colossal idiot. Yeah. And this is depressing and not even in an interesting way. Mm. Or the, who wrote this children's book? Werner Herzog? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, that, that is... It is noted... Many times that that or I I say many, a, a significant number of times that the book and it's going to become a recurring thing, though, so, just small spoiler, but so we will see another book like this later on, but um, it is noted how heavy they are for children's books. Mm-hmm. You know, multiple times, um, but in terms of Hideki in the bookstore or whatever, I I think. You know, he, he, 
you know, when, when Chi is doing the thing and he's like, hey, you, you know, we'll get you this. And Chi is happy and everything. I, it was more like the the bookkeeper was being a little, you, the ribbing made it a little weird, considering mm. how pervasive Persicoms are supposed to be in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he probably just saw, like, Hideki as an easy target, easily flustered. Which he is. <laughs> I with the Werner Herzog joke, I have uh, back in Austria. Mm-hmm. We have a saying, roughly translated, it means this is the most depressing idiot I've ever seen. Yeah, I had to change it. Because, yeah, but uh, and yeah, from no, depre- I hate the show. <laughs> I really hate this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, when she is reading the book and starts glowing, and they're trying to find out what's wrong with her, bro, I was vibing. <laughs> that's what happens when you find me reading the book there you go and to be honest I'm getting sick of just the prevalence of the whole oh Gambare solves everything Gambare is do your best in Japan uh, yeah cliche but I've never seen it be fucking literal yeah that that does it was a bit I did see it literal in uh, DR2 I won't go into that because oh, I know you're that's right just people here. Fuck. they actually did that well though this, is, yeah. this was done I horribly. I think it was okay. Yeah. My final note for this is, I hate this fucking show. This one wasn't an, as insufferable as last time, but it was more depressing and way more boring. Oh my god, this was so boring. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least it was, not, again, not as bad as the last one. <laughs> I am once again asking you to consider elimination. Hey! Oh, I, uh, breaking update, Je- Jeff mm-hmm. Liu just named Operator Amon Anime of the Year 2020. Hey. Cool. All right. I agree. Yeah. Or wait, I oh. do not disagree with this. Hang on, I'm, I think I am ahead of that. Because he's mm-hmm. saying, uh, it's being, why well, it's up for Anime of the Year. I think it's in the, cr- the Anime Awards have, or no, I'm wrong. Let me... I think it's the Crunchyroll Awards have it as an of the year for uh, nominated. Hmm. It, I feel like it definitely deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we'll get into it more in the Operator Ramon section, but watch the show, please. It's instead of Chobits, please, please, please. I don't know. I know it's like you don't like it, but I did end my notes with uh, I want to keep watching, if only to see where the show goes with this in reference to the whole like like, the feeling of dread that I got when she was reading the book. I also noticed in the ending, uh, like, in the ending song bit, uh, Mm -hmm. the rabbit from the book is in that ending scene. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm interested what they do with that. I get that I'm alone and not wanting to watch anymore. I've accepted that. (laughs) But it's a symbolic thing at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Hey. I think it's good to keep your mind open to it, yeah. though. Yeah. Yep. Oda Rocket, episode six, Duel to the First Love. We're starting off with a squad of Black Hawk helicopters. What the hell? And soon you've got black helicopters coming across the border. <laughs> yeah. Freaking all flashbacks. And out, uh, out of those helicopters pops Jesse? <laughs> Prepare for trouble and make it double. You know, I know someone who knows the voice actor for Jesse. We could, we could, uh, see if she could dub something if we want, if eventually. 
<laughs> Sweet. That would be fun. I believe Jesse's voice actor is actually live on Twitch currently. Hold oh, on. Michelle. Yeah, that's who I mean. Uh, Michelle Knotts. Uh, yeah, yeah, she is. Fan, fellow streamer Phantom Ferric is uh, mm -hmm. friends with them. Oh, nice. I don't know Phantom was friends with them. Yep. And then during the most awkward part of Chapter 2 of Danganronpa 1, that's when Michelle decided to pop on by. And I was like, you may want to uh, be Ooh. aware of what's going on. Oh, I think I know which part you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Oh. Back to this. Uh, Good. One bit that I really liked from this episode uh, was at the beginning with, like, the whole, like, the helicopters coming in. Uh, <laughs> I said more tongue-in-cheek jo tongue jokes in the recap with the whole, that isn't appropriate to the Edo period, and here, I'll change, and then she gets into like her appropriate outfit yeah later on in my yeah. notes i have uh if we had the money i'd hire the actors for the show to review the episode in character there you go uh yeah definitely definitely shows that it's based on a stage play just yeah fourth wall what's that Uh, yeah, turns out she is, um, Seiki, Se Seikichi. Name, Seikichi, thank you. His, his, uh, I guess fiancé, childhood friend, something to that effect. His, his, his designated tsundere, there you go. There you go, yeah. Oh, lordy. And then, and, and oh, and she tries to, she tries to throw bombs at, at everybody, and, they're not really bombs, they're just animation cells. <laughs> you figure that one out. Yeah, it was really cute. I liked that. Uh, but the fourth wall is basically destroyed. You just look in the background, you see Deadpool and Phalus just standing by making meta humor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, lordy. Um, How many cups of sugar does it take to get to the moon? <laughs> uh, yeah we're even more confusing than before and I didn't realize that ancient Japan, not ancient that Edo period Japan had actual side quest boards <laughs> yeah well now we know yeah oh and and the one woman telling uh, uh, what's his name Genzo uh, the, Genzo I, I, I think that's the one we're thinking of right with yep. uh, figuring out the the moon and stuff like all that math doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I know it's a comedic moment. It's supposed to be comedic, but I kind of want to slap her. Like, like, dude. Well, uh, um, like, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I had I, the same feeling. Yeah, I think it's just moments like that, that that just kind of pricks me a little bit. You know, it's it's not it's not so prevalent, obviously, because yeah. you know I'm still want to continue, but still, just. Did, uh, have, have any of you ever seen like Walk that. Hard? I have not. It is maybe no. the the best parody movie ever made. It's so good. But uh, hmm. there's a bit in it where uh, Dewey Cox's wife is like, uh, of course I support you. It's just that I don't believe what you're doing is right ever, and I want to see you fail. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> or something God like him. that. Uh, I thought that Genzo blew himself up because of that smash cut. Very fair. Honestly. Yeah. And then, uh, who wants to talk about murders? 
Oh. It just goes between, it's like, oh, hijinx, hijinx, dead body. What? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like a death. hard cut, like, just like, oh, look at wackiness, and then dead body. What? Oh, the only way that would have been more jarring is if that dead body had been covered in blood. Um. Let's see. Oh, lordy. Them just screaming, I am black, not touching that one. Yeah! Mm -hmm. and, uh, the girl in pink looks like one of the samurai pizza cats. Hmm. Well, I mean, it is Edo-era cosplay mixed with random bits of technology. I wouldn't be surprised if there was a random pizza joint with a rocket launcher on top. There you go. Yeah. Um. And, and oh god, the, the fucking... The brown nose or the 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 the, the one Akai, the, Akai, yeah, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of with the glasses and the balding hair and and mm -hmm. the, the the one who looked like he was about to um, commit necrophilia. Yeah, yeah. uh, yeah. Not not great, not great. No, it's like, dude, dude, dude. But then no, he gets interrupted and ends up wetting himself. Ha. <laughs> uh. Although it took them long enough to show him wetting himself. It's like, they were kind of focused on it for a really uncomfortable amount of time. It's like, but then again, I'm not used to shots outside of porn, you know, focusing on those parts for too much, for more than like two seconds. So, yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. A little bit too much of an extended crotch shot. Like, we get it. You've played Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, yeah, what is this, a Tom Hanks movie? Just focus on a piss for a long time? Uh, oh, God, Seikichi is one of those insufferable assholes who thinks that artistic integrity and torturing oneself is vital to making art, like Ryan Gosling in La La Land, or all the assholes in Rent. Oh, damn. Oh, I like Rent. <laughs> I, I hate every single character in Rent. You poor star child. Uh, I'm just imagining the Edo equivalent uh, of Mark getting stabbed with a katana. Oh, wow. <laughs> I also don't like Rent. I uh, like Rent. <laughs> I've seen it a grand total of once. And, eh, it's right. It's fair. Not my favorite. Not my not favorite. It's also, just... I will say, it's one of the first uh, musicals I ever, like, that were conver from, converted from, like, a stage play to like a movie format that I ever watched. Mm. Uh, uh, so it's it's like half nostalgic for me, you know? Yeah. Kind of, I, I guess we could say the similar thing with me and, uh, and Greece. Because mm. Greece mm -hmm. most likely was my first, you, you know, in that department. Yeah. So, which... Yeah, there's a lot of problematic stuff, but, but speaking of other problematic stuff, let's get back to the guy who... Let's get back to the asshole who was pissing himself after trying to commit necrophilia. Do we have to? No, we can go on past that. Yeah, let's. Get I just past needed that. a segue back in. <laughs> uh, treat it like Thunderdome. Let's get beyond it. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> there it is. Uh, grenade launcher is my next note. Yeah. Uh, and then good stuff this week. Yeah, and and the grenade launcher because there was a monster chasing them, and the monster got chased away, and. 
I do want to note that I mean we it, it pretty much confirms because I don't think they've said it outright in the show or showed it outright that um, Sora is the the white beast. They have. I they must have. have missed it then. Yeah. Either that or my memory got Swiss cheese. Am I Sam Beckett? I don't know. But <laughs> but but if you in case you missed it before, you know she outright has a thought. Maybe I should transform. So. Uh. So yeah. Yep. Or is there any other thing we want to insert into this episode? Or? I got nothing. Uh, I didn't have much for this episode. Uh. I like to tend to, I try to tend to do like some sort of character analysis each time, uh, for each of these mm-hmm. to like some extent, but like with, with Edo Rocket, there's not much to analyze here. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, not that that's bad. Uh, yeah. It's just that these characters are like, Hey, I'm this character. And then it's like, okay, it's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. I did like, there's another joke that I wrote down from the episode itself. Uh, where it says the one dude is like even the animators are avoiding me and then like he's like invisible and like he's like they can't even be bothered to color me in yeah that was pretty good (laughs) i thought that was funny (laughs) the most ironic part about that is that i forgot his name (laughs) so (laughs) that's okay so did i yep i will never forget genzo yeah (laughs) in in fairness i i have been having trouble with a bunch of names, so you know. Uh. I mean, there's all like a bunch of characters, and many of them, some of them don't even have names. Like, you got like Rokabe, you have Rokabe's wife, you have Santa, you have Shunpei, you have like all these characters. And like you kind of said, they're not the most like complex. They basically play the part that they need to play with, not the most in the way of like really dynamic character. I think, like, the most character, the person to get, like, the most character development is, like, probably, like, the main three with, like, Junichi, Sora, and uh, Genjiro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, I'm enjoying it. There's just not too much for me to talk about, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah, just, like, on a personal level. Yeah. Uh... uh what about Opera? Yes, Opera Ramon, episode, episode six. I am Gil. I am? <laughs> <laughs> no, I am Gil. Are you sure you're not Zenny? I have no... Oh, God. <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, we jump right into where we were. Uh, Al, Dylan, and TJ are in front. Then Jing, Richard, Reisman, and Gil are behind them. Make that Jin, Opera, and Richard. Oh, my God. Gil and TJ are fucking insane. Mm-hmm. You don't want to elaborate on that? Oh, well, they just charge out in front of a goddamn train. Yep. Um, yeah. Which, which I, I do want to say, disclaimer, do not do this in reality. You Seriously, will get plastered. Don't. Yeah, do not do this. And I, and for, yeah, hi, um, former truck driver here. I have seen people try and do that. They have done it successfully. Nobody has died in front of my eyes, thankfully. Oh, thank but I've seen like somebody in a four wheeler, you know, car or whatever, do it. And I'm sitting there, I'm just screaming in my truck, you stupid bastard. Ugh. Hmm. So anyway, they go in front of the train and operator goes behind it. Hmm. And it has like the full on chart. I have it written down here. Full Galifianakis. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah, I wrote down this is what Sherlock would be if it wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why would Sherlock be driving a, like a race car? No, with the fucking... <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> like all the diagrams, okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Dylan takes the first leg bonus. There you go. Oh, I already know. I already do not like Richard. Mm. He gives me bad vibes for sure. Hi, I'm totally not suspicious at all. He's he's hiding his neck. He's the guy. Mm. That was also my thought. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's uh, there was like some hints on it, and it's like, first off, like he he cuts them off. Like you can tell it's deliberate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like, when he's, like, introducing himself, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, there was an animal in the road, and I just swerved not to hit it. And it's like, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. that's where. <laughs> so, you know, I, I do not trust this man. No. Uh... But, uh, there's that, there's... Hototo ends up going to look for, uh, like, Gil's men. Yeah. Uh... He he sees them like at the supply tent, uh, and then like they they go out to dinner, and then afterwards, uh, they Apare and Hototo leave together, and then Hototo's like, uh, I have to go do something. Don't follow me. And Apare's like, All right, fair enough. <laughs> I kind of just love them just sitting in the restaurant like with their bright colors. I have it written down here: going to Cracker Barrel after a convention. You know, what? Yeah. once we have the ability to, we need to do that. <laughs> Just go operate, operate around Mon Cosplays, get your chicken tenders at Cracker Barrel in full cosplay. Yes. Yes. God, I don't want Cracker yeah. Barrel now. Damn it. Uh, I have... Uh, oh no, here comes some bumpkins. Oh god, they have the tattoo. And then, hey, Sophia. <laughs> yeah, Sophia comes back for a bit. Yep. Uh never been in a fight, has he? Uh don't not this kind, I don't think. Because every time he's gotten into a conflict, he's froze up at the moment where he needs to focus. Yeah. Well he's shown fighting skills against other people, so you can't say he's not been like in a full on fight. True. Yeah. I've I more interpreted it this like this episode with like just being like, I don't want to actually hurt this guy. I'm just gonna let him like do whatever. Uh, and like maybe he was just caught off guard like slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. But that's my interpretation because it didn't match up entirely with his like freezing up before. Uh, right. In my mind, at least. Yeah, that sounds about right. Because mm. I I, I kind of got a similar impression there. Like, mm. yeah, he, he went easy for sure. And then, oh, oh no, that is a very bad idea. Why the fuck are you driving through Death Valley? Well, the Valley of Despair, I have it written down. It's named after Walter C. Despair. He was torn apart by coyotes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is just the perfect thing you... Which is just the perfect setup for, uh, fucking dynamite! Yeah. because, uh, oh, of course, Dick Dastardly has got to cheat. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah so Hototo overhears the uh, 
like gills men and everything being like uh we're gonna like blow shit up and like make it so that the other racers like literally can't get through hmm. uh hojito i don't remember what it was i think it's like one of the other people that catch him like watching or listening to them uh hmm. and then is like uh hey what the fuck uh so they then tell they tell hojito that they're gonna put him in a box and blow him up with the other like explosives yeah uh, after that, Kosume is like, uh, hey, I'm back. Where's our child? Uh, Apare, the world's worst babysitter. I'm about my child! I'm about my boy! <laughs> uh, Kosume goes to look for him. Uh, oh, man, who was it that he talked to to learn, like, where he may have gone? Richard. Or was it just, uh, like... It, yeah, was, it was it Richard? Richard? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he, he goes... And, like, looks for them and finds, like, that camp little area where the others uh, were at. And then is like, uh, hey, I'm looking for a child. Uh, they're like, okay, you can look at this box. But if it's not in there, we're gonna kill you. Uh, he's not in the box, but he does cover it up by, like, finding this, like, little small animal. And then being like, oh, Hototo, as if it's, like, his pet. Uh... Which I thought mm-hmm. it was a funny, like, little cover-up thing that he did. Yeah, and who would have thought, you know, that, that, I think that's the random prairie dog that's in the opening. I did Is not it? realize that this was going to be part of the show! Yeah, same. <laughs> I have written down there, Kosame, Nat 20 on Deception. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got away with his head and his balls. Luckily. Mm-hmm. Oh. Also, just realized that this character's name is Richard. The reveal is he's really dick dastardly. Aha! Oh, so. So, yeah, it's about not long after that, everything is starting to roll back up again because they they had an eight hour break on the, on the, on the dot. Which, wow. Yep, glad you guys can rest in eight hours. Holy shit. I have okay. That was a good play with the prairie dog. Uh, Oh, this isn't good. Then whoa, operate with the character development. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, my my two. uh, I didn't take as extensive notes this time uh, on operate. but my two notes at the end are Apare, the world's worst babysitter, and then, but also, he does have a heart. Yeah. Kosame uh, is, like, trying to beg Apare not to go when, like, they have their time to, like, actually, like, take off from the starting point. Uh, and is like, hey, we have a child that, like, we have lost. Uh, Apare initially is, like, uh, too bad. We're leaving. Uh, and then the the announcer lady does like a countdown, and then he doesn't take off. Uh, yeah, convenient he, car problem. Yeah, he he says, uh, I can work on this until like the others won't be getting to Death Valley until morning, anyways. I can work on this till then. Uh, and you can look for Hototel until then. Uh, and then like Hototel ends up like breaking out of this box that he had been put into uh 
and is next to a cow? Question mark. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he runs back. He gets in the car in time for them to leave in the morning. Uh, and then like explains to the others that like, hey, these people are gonna try to like blow up the track essentially. Uh, and then the episode ends, and then they're racing to try and catch up with them to stop them. Oh. It's another another great episode of Apare. Yes. One of my notes at the start of the episode was, uh, I really like how they keep showing everyone's spots in the race whenever people change positions. Because mm-hmm. uh, it makes it much easier to keep track of it. Yeah. Uh, it was also really cool to see like Apare doing all the math in his head for his race around like the back of the train. Uh, but yeah, I don't have much else. Uh, my other, my last note that I have entirely is uh, Dylan the Dilf is my favorite character tied with Jing. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sense. I will be referring to him as that for the rest of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's. Uh, that's all I got too. Let's. Uh, we, we all good to move on to the rankings this week? Sure. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, I did Opera, Seraph, Edo, and then Chobits. Please make me stop watching this, or please, please stop <laughs> making me watching this. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. For me, Opera is definitely number one. Um, oh god, it's hard to, it's hard to pin the other three, for me. Um, but I guess, I guess Seraph would be number two, and then, ah, because, because. Because I'm still enjoying all four of them, so it's it's it, it's a little difficult. Um, I guess Edo and Chobits are kind of interchangeable between three and four for me. So, but that's Fair just, just yeah, yeah, it's just me. Uh, I think my ranking this week is uh, Abre, uh, Seraph, Chobits, and then Edo. Uh. Just because I really liked what they did with, like, the minor horror elements in Chobit's episode this week. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> hmm. And uh, Ethan? Yeah. Uh, Opere, Oedo, Seraph, and Chobits. All right. Very fair. Then, since uh, I was alone and wanted to remove Chobits, next week is going to be Chobits episode 6, Operator Ramon episode 7, Seraph of the End episode 7, and Oedo Rocket episode 7. So we'll see you guys next time on Renime. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.